0: back to Gaddis Real Estate Radio right here on AM920, The Answer. I'm Cleve Gaddis, and you're listening to Go Gaddis Real Estate Radio, where we help listeners go from real estate novice to expert, so home selling and buying can be done with total confidence and without all the worry that's typical with life's biggest investments. Don't forget, we want to connect with you. Go to gogaddisradio.com, G-O-G-A-D-D-I-S radio.com. You can ask questions that we answer on air or off air. You can make comments, you can push back, you can share your ideas, you can request your neighborhood be featured in our Neighborhood Spotlight, which is featured every week in the fourth segment of the show, and you can subscribe to our podcast. We would love for you to be a podcast subscriber. Got a listener question. This is from Carlos in Duluth. And I am always, ever since I used my first biodegradable straw, and the reality is, like, I, a biodegradable, bi- biodegradable straws I mean I thought they were weird in the first place and you're probably wondering why on earth would we talk about biodegradable biodegradable straws on a real estate show and it's because a maker of biodegradable straws happens to be Located right here in Metro Atlanta, in Stone Mountain to be specific. Uh, During this segment, by the way, I forgot to mention, we're talking about biodegradable straws and then the pros and cons of buying a historic home. Both of these subjects are very, very interesting to me. Carlos wrote in saying, recently we were at a concert at State Farm Arena and they had paper straws. It got us to thinking... What are they made of and where are these made? And the answer is many of them are made right here in Metro Atlanta. If, you, um, if you've ever used a biodegradable straw, the new Win Cup Holdings Company, which is based here in Atlanta, they launched a sustainable straw in 2020. The company knew that restaurants and retailers would love it. They'd be the target customers, but it didn't expect excitement for the product to come from sports stadiums. And believe it or not, there are a lot of sports stadiums that use biodegradable straws. Two years after launching the biodegradable fade straws, WinCup's product has been used in venues hosting the Super Bowl, the NCAA National Championship game, and the PGA Championship. This Stone Mountain, as I mentioned, based company Their eco-friendly straws have helped some of the nation's most significant sports venues bolster their sustainability efforts. Some, which include SoFi Stadium, Yankee Stadium, Lambeau Field, and Atlanta's Mercedes-Benz Stadium, are really, really famous and well-known stadiums. Their growing customer base of sports venues reflects an increase in environmental consideration for sporting events. I have to say... To try to be more environmentally friendly, this is the second show that I have done without paper notes. So I'm trying not to waste paper and paper clips. And I'm trying to do these shows with all of my notes on my laptop right in front of me. I'm trying to be green. The food service industry and governments alike have been looking for a solution for eco-friendly straws for years. Traditional plastic straws contribute to plastic pollution and alternative paper straws can contain carcinogens such as toxic forever chemicals in their water resistant coating, which is a, kind of a scary thing. Hilton hotels, Starbucks and McDonald's are examples of business giants that have moved toward ending their plastic straw use. Wind Cup launched this fade straws after 18 months of research and the straws became become, um, the straws have become food source or straws are not a food source for bacteria. They break down within months of use and uh, backyard industrial compost environments. They work perfectly well in those. So that's a neat little piece of history that biodegradable straws are made right here in Metro Atlanta. The company has recently landed a partnership with Dunkin' Donuts and with Walmart to carry the straws as well. Walmart uh, Wind Cup has 960 employees, 240 of which are based right here in Metro Atlanta. And who knows, maybe we've even got a listener uh, listening this fine Saturday who works there and makes those biodegradable uh, plastic straws or biodegradable straws. That, that is not the way you're supposed to say it, biodegradable plastic straws, because they're not plastic. And I ha- it's interesting. I, I, I'm conservative. I grew up in a conservative state. Uh, the reality is I'm very sensitive to environmental issues. I don't know um, what's going to happen with the environment, but I know it's my job to protect it. In fact, when I walk, And I try to walk at least four or five mornings a week. I walk two and a half, three miles, sometimes a little bit more, right in my neighborhood, which is very hilly, right in the heart of Johns Creek. And as I walk, I pick up every single piece of trash that I find. Now, I don't pick up any leftover little bags of doggy stuff. uh, But I do pick up pretty much everything else. And I put it in my pockets and I throw it in the garbage can. And I think we can all do more to keep our environment looking good this segment of the show is brought to you by the law firm of O'Kelly & Sorahan. They are a full-service law firm with 26 offices throughout Metro Atlanta. They specialize in residential real estate closings, including home purchases, refinance closings, corporate relocation, and real estate contract review and title insurance matters. They can be reached by calling 770-497-1880, 770 497 Have you ever thought... About buying a historic home. I have in one of the Facebook groups I'm in, there are posts on America's Historic Houses, or I wish I remembered the name of the group that's posting them, but let's just call it America's Historic Houses. And I'm fascinated by looking at some of these houses in the Northeast and the Midwest and the West and the Southeast, all of these really cool old houses. Because you know, there's really plenty to love about a historic home. I love downtown Athens and downtown Decatur and all the historic homes in that area, but there's really a lot to consider when buying a home. For example, I don't want to increase the amount of maintenance I have to do on a home and the amount of time it takes to take care of a home And I know one of the cons of buying a historic home is that they require a lot more time and money and attention. So let's go through some of the pros. They certainly have their own benefits and challenges. Let's go through the pros. They offer plenty of character and charm. Stepping inside a historic home is really a bit like stepping back in time. There are so many fun details to love about an old home, and those always fascinate me. They are packed with history. Within the home's walls have lived dozens of owners, all with their unique stories. I have to tell you, I took the train from Manhattan out to Long Island, and it stopped in Amityville. And um, (laughs) that just made me think that all homes have their own unique stories. Some of those stories, I would rather not know. I could not wait for the train to pull away from the Amityville station faster. I know that that was just fiction, uh, but it scared me nonetheless. Next... In the list of pros, you're helping to keep history alive when you make the home your own while preserving it at the same same time. You are really breathing new life into a historic treasure. Next pro, they come with a wide range of stunning architectural styles. Historic homes are often constructed in really stunning uh, detail. You also may get financial benefits. According to porch.com, if you're thinking of buying a historic home, State and local governments may offer you tax incentives or maybe even lower interest loans to restore these historical homes or to just purchase and preserve them. There's a greater likelihood that the neighborhood's property value won't drop with you in there making improvements to the property. And that's why some of the municipalities decide to provide some benefits. The cons, and here's what would keep it off my list or at least keep me very concerned before I move forward, is historic homes often require a lot of work. Given most historic homes are at least 50 years old, they're going to require a lot of work, and they certainly aren't going to be built up up to today's standards, especially keeping the weather out. Designated historic districts come with strict rules. Owners must adhere to strict rules and guidelines laid out by the local laws. That means owners may not be able to change or add to their home without permission from the city. There are almost always plenty of mismatched renovations and updates, things that people have done over the years that don't match. Your insurance may be expensive because it could be almost impossible to replace a historic home and you may have unwanted surprises like it's asbestos mold or termites historic homes that have been properly preserved aren't up to code unless you're willing to take on a project you'll need to ensure that your historic home is really a safe place to live so what is the difference between an old house and a historic home? Historic homes have been officially registered and designated as historic due to their age, architectural style, and our overall significance. The joys of owning a historic home um, filled with its own charm, its history, its character outweigh the pain of possible repairs for certain people. And uh, also outweighs the high insurance rates or strict rules. And if you're willing to put up with the cons and you're looking for all of the pros, then buying a historic home might be right for you. You're listening to Go Gaddis Real Estate Radio right here on AM 960. And we're talking now about the Metro Atlanta real estate market in 2022. Sales in metro Atlanta were down about, let's just call it 12 to 15 percent. Average sales prices were up to the tune of, let's just call it seven to nine percent. So even though there is a lot of fear and uncertainty out there in the market today, the reality is the Atlanta real estate market is ranked as number one in terms of potential appreciation or potential market activity for 2023. I don't remember, but it is a big real estate publication that made that ranking reality is I think there are a lot of things that are very attractive about Atlanta, and our homes are still significantly less expensive than they are in other major metro areas. If you bought a home in the last year and you have not filed for your homestead exemption, remember you've got until March the 15th. In order to do that, it is easy. Go to gogaddisradio.com. You'll see a button on the top toolbar that says Homestead Exemption. Click on that Homestead Exemption button. It will take you to another page that will give you the information on how to apply for Homestead Exemption in every single county in and around Metro Atlanta. You must have occupied the property as of January the 1st of this year. The home must be considered your legal residence for all purposes. You must occupy the home, and you cannot already claim homestead exemption for another property in Georgia or something out of state and get homestead exemption for the home that you plan to live on, live in. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back in our neighborhood spotlight, we've got Thornwood in Ackworth. Walmart, believe it or not, is closing its tech hubs. And what does that mean for its Atlanta expansion? And you have a winner home maintenance checklist. As we come into the spring, do you have a checklist of all the things that you need to do. Stick with us. We've got those subjects and more. We'll be back.